It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What a game. The Bengals defeat the Kansas City Chiefs, go to 3-0 and in three straight against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and they're the first team to do it. Let's break it down. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, bringing you coverage of your Cincinnati Bengals as they make this playoff push every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And a lot of you may be new. If you are new, join the club, hit the subscribe button, join the thousands of folks that listen to Lockdown Bengals every day and make it their first listen as the Bengals are a very, very exciting team right now. Today's episode of Lockdown Bengals is presented by Prize Picks, Daily Fantasy Made Easy. You can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 right now with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. And James, what a game. This is exactly what I wanted, man. We were talking about this going into the game, and I was like, I want this to be a, a nice game where both teams make plays, and, and the mm-hmm. Bengals showed that they belong in this tier of team and i think they showed that and i think they showed more than that i think this was a fantastic game huge win huge win biggest win of the season you know you really vault yourself and we can talk about exactly what this means but 27 24 over the chiefs a team that some idiot named james rapine dubbed the best team in the nfl through well and and they probably were through through 12 weeks through 12 weeks well the good news was is it was week 13 and week 13, the Bengals beat the Chiefs. So, Jake, you know what time it is. Yeah, is it? Is there something? Is there something cool about that? Is there something going on? I think so. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I think you're ready. Are the so, without ready? further ado, you gotta <gasps> give the people what they want. Nailed it. Man, you nailed it. We, we, we kept them waiting a little bit this time, Jake. I don't know about you. I'm sure you did. People were DMing me. This has got to be a woo game. This is yeah. I'm waiting on Zach Taylor, and I, I see my DMs, and it's like, oh, this, this has got to be a woo game, game, James. That was the Chiefs. That was the Chiefs. That's got to be a woo game. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Lisko just wooed. It was. It was, a, it was a huge game. I mean, this is the kind of game that gets me excited this year. This is the kind of game that, like, truly confirms all the things that we wanted to see from this team. They had the slow start, and, and that slow start, it does haunt a little bit in some ways, but that's not why we're here today. Today, we're here to talk about a complete team, in my opinion, James. And, and that's my takeaway from this game. This is a complete team at this point in time. And yes, they missed Chidobe Abuzier. I, I think that that is indisputable, but they got by without him. They had an opportunity. Again, they didn't complete it, but Cam Taylor Britt, because of some pressure from that defensive front, had an opportunity at an interception. Jermaine Pratt, Steps up, strips Travis Kelsey. Huge, huge game-winning play. And 
What a game it was, James, from the Bengals making plays to open the game, opting to receive the opening kick again, which is apparently a thing that they're doing now, which is still kind of weird to me to, to still be doing it consistently. Um, yep. To the Chiefs making a bunch of plays and getting a bunch of bounces going their way in the middle of the game to Jermaine Pratt, Samaje P. Ryan, and Joseph Osai making huge plays to put the game in the bag and Joe Burrow playing another just elite game. Joe Burrow is playing at an incredible level of quarterbacking right now. Maybe it doesn't look as sexy as some of the other quarterbacks in the league, but he's playing incredible, incredible football right now. And all of those things, given the quality of competition in this game and the fact that they should have won by more, it, it wasn't, it didn't need to be as close as it was. It didn't need to be as dramatic as it was. Just tells you that they've got a good team. This is a really good team. Maybe they don't win out. Maybe they don't win out and get the one seed or whatever. And that's possible now, right? Remember I said that if they win this game, that keeps the number one seed in play, but they're a really good football team. And I think that we know that for sure right now, maybe they don't even beat the Browns next week, right? If we're getting ahead and we're not going to get ahead too much, but that doesn't change. I think that they're they're They've proven quite a bit in the last stretch of time here after that rough start. Begins and ends with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow outplayed Patrick Mahomes. That's that's exactly what this game is. That's what it it comes down to. And there are a lot of other factors that we could talk about of a lot of other things. But when you look at their numbers, and not that Patrick Mahomes was awful because he wasn't, but Joe Burrow was better. Mm-hmm. He was better from the jump. He started eight for ten. He was just lights out from the get-go and finished uh, 25 of 31, 80.6% of his passes were completed. That's free throw numbers, Jake. That's that's what people at, hope to make. Basketball players hope to complete at the, at the free throw line. That's what he's doing in an NFL game against the defense that talked a lot this week. Chris Jones yeah. was revved up for this game, fired up this week. We know what Justin Reed said, and uh, Jamar Chase really did uh, – you know, I don't want to say took shots, but certainly made it clear how he felt. And so did Burrow after the game. But 286 yards, two touchdowns was great running the ball when needed for 46 mm-hmm. more yards in the touchdown. Burrow is playing awesome. And when you have him playing awesome and you're giving him the time and that's the other part of this. Burrow had time today. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones didn't wreck the game. This wasn't some, you know, defensive feast for any of those guys, if, if you do that and George Karloftis is the only sack has the only sack of the day for the chiefs near the Bengals, you take that all day long and uh, burrow right now, there was a lot of talk after the game. Oh man. It, should he be in the MVP conversation? Jamar chase caught him the best quarterback in the NFL. DJ reader caught him the best quarterback in the NFL. Zach Taylor said that he uh, w- would is certainly uh, and should certainly be in the MVP conversation. So that's what this win did. When I think about what does this win do, of course, it gives them a chance at that one seed and vaults them to the top uh, of the AFC contender list. And, and they're right there now with the Bills and Chiefs, I would say, as the teams that you would mark in that category or to classify as that. But it also just raises the profile of their stars, and that starts with Joe Burrow. Yeah, he played another great game. Like you said, you talk about free throw numbers, should have been even closer. Talk about elite free throw shooters. Steph Curry <laughs> is, is who pops into my mind, who, who I know you love, obviously. And talk about free throw numbers, should have been closer to Steph Curry's free throw numbers if not for that Tyler Boyd drop of what should have been a walk-in touchdown. And yeah. uh, 
you know, that play doesn't end up coming back to bite them too hard. They win the game, obviously, but he, he's just, he's so on time. The sack avoidance for Burrow, which was the nitpick early in the year, taking some sacks that he didn't need to take and honestly took a sack in this game he didn't need to take, but avoided more than he created or, or, or took that he didn't need to take in this game, I think. And we've talked about this the last three weeks now, James. Playing on time. The ball is coming out when it needs to come out right before he gets hit, including that fourth down, or that third down conversion to T. Higgins to ice the game. And, and I don't know what the Chiefs defender is doing there. He like, thinks the ball is gone, I guess, and lets up instead of just running through Burrow and what could have been a sack on, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was like a, a twist or maybe it was a fake twist. And uh, he he got uh, he got through essentially unblocked, just got chipped a little bit before he got in there. Burrow standing in and getting rid of the ball with excellent excellent timing, fitting it into incredible windows, making great great decisions, giving his players, giving his receivers, those talented playmakers, an opportunity to make plays with the ball in their hands after the catch. And I really don't think you could ask for for more than what Joe Burrow is doing right now. And the, the fact that he's getting this protection, they found all these different ways, and we're going to talk about this, they found all these different ways to move the ball on offense. They're getting really diverse yep. on yep. offense. <clears throat> I, 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 that's where I keep coming back to this idea of complete. And, and the guys that made plays to win them the game, not just Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and their stars, but Jermaine Pratt and Joseph Osai and Samaj P. Ryan, who, man, what a game again for Samaj P. Ryan that we're talking about and, here in another huge win for this team. And Chris Evans. And yeah. And and no, I'm just saying there there's a list. Burrow completed passes to eight guys today. Like right. And and it's just it, it tells you about the depth, right? That's what Chris Evans tells you is that they have guys that they can bring off the bench and that can do things like what Chris Evans said. That was a great schemed up play for this coaching oh, staff. For sure. You you credit the coaching staff too, is all my point is there is that these coaches, man, I think have come a long way. For sure. And that's what you saw today. Uh, honestly, I mean, that's what you, they punted once on offense. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they and didn't turn the ball over and could have had more points, left some points on the board. Let's continue to talk about how diverse they're becoming as an offense because, man, this offense, it's starting to look like the offense I talked about and we talked about and envisioned way back in March when they were putting this team together in free agency. We'll do that next right here on Locked on Bengals. It's a lot of fun. This holiday, find what you love at Total Wine and more. Sponsoring today's episode of the Locked on Bengals podcast with so many great bottles to choose from. It's easy to find a new favorite single barrel bourbon or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide and all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price possible you'll love what you find at total wine and more curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas visit totalwine.com to learn more spirits not sold in virginia and north carolina drink responsibly b21 at locked on Bengals, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest especially over the holidays this season give yourself and your family the peace of mind and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Bengals listeners 40% off a new security system. Don't put this off. The biggest reason why I love it, it's 24-7 professional monitoring that agents are available all the time. And what they use is fast protect technology. It's exclusively from Simply Safe. So if there's a threat, it captures critical evidence and can verify that the threat is real. So you 
are higher on the priority police response. That professional monitoring service costs under $1 per day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. So don't delay. Check out Simply Safe at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL and save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Going to stick to the offense here. And obviously, the offense is a big reason that we like this team so much, right? The, the star power they have on offense, the quarterback they have, the offensive line improvements, and they continue to be an efficient running game. And you talk about the multiple ways that they can win right now. And, and that's such a big part of why I'm willing to call them a complete team. This is numerous weeks where they've been efficient in the running game. Some of those against bad run defenses, some of them against decent run defenses. And that continues again this week where both of these teams kind of had similar defensive plans, right? They're selling out to stop the pass for 90, 95% of the game. And despite that, Samaje Pirine again has positive EPA per play as a runner, has a really high success rate in the run game. Again, which is what we've been talking about with where the team's been really good. 43% success rate in the run, and, and that might even con- include the kneel downs. Not, not, a, not 100% sure on that, but Samaj appearing over five yards per carry, right, James? Yeah, let me check to make sure, but I believe so. Yeah, he was at uh, right at five, 21 for 106. So technically just over five. Yeah, just, just a say. hair over five yards per carry, and th- they're winning – underneath they're winning with joe burrow running they're winning with samaj p ryan running they're they're not getting to third downs they're successful when they do get to third downs they have some explosive plays you know mixed in there with jamar chase going for a 40 yard catch at some point and staying in kansas city's nightmares and the return to jamar chase also noticeable drawing all those resources his way and letting tyler boyd and samaj p ryan and t higgins and and even mitchell wilcox and, and trent Irwin get in on the action you mentioned all these guys getting targets and we'll have to keep an eye on Hayden Hurst who left the game and was out with a calf injury. Hopefully that's not too bad for him, but just winning at all levels of the field, intermediate inside, outside the numbers. And that's the evolution we've seen from this team as they've evolved as this season has gone on. And and like I said, is a big reason that I'm willing to call them complete right now. For sure. They are, battle tested and they've grown and they grew when Jamar Chase was out. And now that guy is back Mm -hmm. and it's, it's really exciting because I I still think even after that performance, and obviously you could say, Oh, well, boy's not going to make that drop. And a a lot of times they would uh, potentially, you know, convert on the third and one. So, you know, you don't get to fourth and inches and and do the the end around play that, that Burrow checks to to Trent Taylor, all of those things. But I think this offense, even if they had converted those plays could be better. And there's another gear. And that's the exciting part to me is they might have just beat what a lot, including myself coming in, considered the best team in the NFL. Okay, so if they did that, and I, I still think that there's some some things that they left on the field, how good can this offense be? And I've always been, you know, 30 points per game was my standard for them last year, whether it was realistic or unrealistic. And we debated that and talked about that a lot on the show. Throwback Locked on Bengals listeners know. New ones, hey, welcome if you're new. You might not know, which that's why I added that detail. I think this offense could finally, like, meet those really, 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 really high expectations, Jake, that Mm -hmm. are, are, are unrealistic for 
most teams and, and probably aren't fair. And yet to me are fair because you have a Joe Burrow who's special. And we spent multiple minutes talking about him, a Jamar chase who looked every bit as Jamar like to me today and, mm-hmm. and, and was making plays. Uh, T Higgins had the biggest catch of the day, which third and 11, you, you talked about the, the, the coaches one. And I've, been as critical as anyone about Zach Taylor late game. I love that you pass it there, Zach. I love that you pass it there. You're aggressive and you say, let's go for the kill. Because when you have these guys, that's what you should do. Especially if you trust that offensive line, which obviously they do right now. Huge play uh, for for Joe Bro to T Higgins. I I thought that was a big one. And it's not like the coaching is immune from criticism in this game, right? But they, I think, got more right than wrong. You could talk about the QB sneak and then the jet sweep. You could talk about you know, the the play before two-minute warning where they're running the ball really well, but they have Joe Burrow drop back to pass, and then Joe Burrow doesn't handle that. That's like his one big mistake of the game is taking a sack on that play instead of throwing it away with the two-minute warning being there. But, yeah, I think letting Joe Burrow win the game. And, and I think uh, Eric Eager pointed this out. He was at the game. He's a Kansas City guy. He's a Kansas City fan. He used to work for PFF, and – he was in attendance at the game and he's like, yeah, you know, the Zach Taylor could have played for three, given the ball back to Kansas city with a minute left and, and let Jesus take the wheel. Where was, was his, was his quote. And I, I like that little turn of phrase, let Jesus take the wheel. I think that's a funny one. And, and he didn't, he trusted his quarterback and his quarterback made the play. And you, you talk about the expectations. I think they are reasonable at this point. They've been doing it long enough. They've shown that they can make those adjustments They have a quarterback, again, just to to repeat this, to drill this into your heads, who's playing at an incredibly high level, even if it doesn't look as flashy as some of the highlights you're going to see from other quarterbacks around the league. The the things that he's doing on a consistent basis are incredibly impressive. And you're right, they left some some meat on the bone. The Tyler Boyd drop is one. The jet sweep call, which was an audible by Joe Joe Burrow at the line of scrimmage to Trent Taylor that gets blown up by Carlos Dunlap, which is a really good play by the way, from Carlos Dunlap, because if he doesn't make that play, that might be a touchdown. And then they, they get an ineligible downfield penalty that, that turns into a batted pass on a, on a third and six, right? Mm-hmm. So they go 0 for 3 on three straight red zone possessions where the offense was moving, right? Mm-hmm. They left a lot there. And, and on top of that, you talk about opportunities that they didn't take advantage of. They had the dropped interception. They had the OPI that preceded that dropped interception. They gave up a fourth down conversion. They set pressure on a couple of third downs that Mahomes converted with explosive plays. So these key moments and some bouncing ball luck went the Chiefs' way. And despite that, despite all that, the Bengals were in control with the game as time expired. Right. And you talk about they only scored 27 points. They should, that's not the 30 point margin you're talking about, but that's because they're killing clock. They effectively score over 30 in this game. If, yeah. That, if they that last drive, that last drive was as big of a drive as there was. Mm-hmm. Because who's betting against Mahomes if you give them the ball back? Even and that's up what Burrow said, right? Yeah. I, you don't want to do that. And so huge. Just, Huge, huge win. The, this this offense continues to to make steps forward and, and take steps forward. And uh, we're going to, this week, just spoiler, we're going to have to talk a little bit more about Samaj P. Ryan and this running back. Really good. Battle a little bit. He was really good. He was really good. And, he's good. Um, he's a good he's football good. player. Can't have enough good football players. The Bengals offense loaded. It looks like they're uh, 
reaching their full stride. We do need to switch gears though and talk about this defense. And they did and, it again. The, the good, the bad, and the not so ugly. I don't think there was many ugly in this game. Much ugly no. in this game, but there was some good and there was some bad. So let's uh, let's dive into that coming up next. Today's episode of Lockdown Bengals brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy. Done right. All you do with Prize Picks is, well, you pick two to five players and whether they're going to score more or less than their prize picks projection. It's just you against the projections. Have you ever heard of anything that sounds that easy? It's, it's not thousands of entries. There aren't huge pools of players. There's nobody submitting thousands of entries individually for you to compete against. No, just you against the projections for any sport you watch. And we're getting into the thick of the MVP race with Joe Burrow. So I'm assuming that's the NFL. If you're watching this program, could be the NBA as they're going in full swing. Could be name a sport. They've probably got a men's college basketball also going as well. And Prize Picks has options for you there too. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Just go to the Prize Picks app or prizepicks.com. And when you sign up to play daily fantasy sports, you can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. Again, if you deposit $100, they will match $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget that's promo code locked on for an instant deposit match up to $100 with Prize Picks. And I got to tell you about Schultz and Sons because Schultz and Sons Jewelers, well, it's a tradition like no other. It's been a Cincinnati tradition for more than 65 years and no one well, is more excited right now than Matt and his crew that the Bengals have won four straight games, are eight and four, handle business against the Chiefs. And who knows? Maybe they'll be adding some jewelry to their collection later this year. Maybe it's AFC North, AFC, maybe they'll win the whole thing. Well, if you're looking to add jewelry this holiday season, which why wouldn't you? You could find the custom pieces that they can design and help you put together that you know she's going to love. And you're like, oh, well, how much does that cost? How is it going to work? Well, they have financing up to 18 months, no interest, no interest. That's my style. So make sure uh, you, you check it out right now. Same as cash available, 18 months, same as cash available. Uh, so if you're thinking about the perfect gift, do not delay. Go to Schultz and Sons and keep their tradition alive and they're really close if you're downtown cincinnati or close to downtown cincinnati they're located in fort mitchell just a few minutes from the bridge right off the fort mitchell exit in the kroger expressway plaza so get there and remember when it has to be perfect it has to be schultz and sons great transition to our game ball conversation our schultz and sons game ball conversation because i'm gonna go you could give it to joe burrow you know, most weeks. You could give it to Jamar Chase in his return. You could give it to Samaj P. Ryan with his great game. You could give it to many players on the offensive side of the ball because they played really well. I'm giving it to Jermaine Pratt. James made a, a game-winning play, taking the ball away from Kansas City's best non-Patrick Mahomes player in Travis Kelsey in a pivotal moment to get the Bengals an opportunity to go take a lead and score the game-winning touchdown. So for me, it's Remain Pratt. That's going to get me into transitioning to the defensive side of the ball. Do you do you have another another idea for well, the game ball? Oh, of course I do. But the fact that they held Travis Kelsey to four catches to f in 56 yards and a fumble, mm -hmm. my fantasy team might not be excited, but yeah. you should be really excited, Lou Anarumo and crew. So that they deserve one for that. But to me, it's got to be Joey B, man. This dude, mm -hmm. 25 of 31, just... I, he's going to mess around and end up 
MVP and cover of Madden. They may bring back NFL 2K just to put him on the cover too. He's going to have to watch it now. He's going to have to watch it, especially with that suit. Did you see that picture? He's busy talking to national writers in the Bengals mm-hmm. locker room. And the Bengals drop dropped that picture of him. He's going to end up with a modeling deal and all these deals. And, and he likes attention, but not that much attention. So better watch out, Joe, with this stellar play. But yeah, he gets our Schultz and Sons game ball which we'll have to get with them because you know how they have like the the little nickelodeon trophy maybe we could yeah you know get get some kind of schultz and sons game ball that i could be like hey congratulations one of two every week because we're giving out two we, we got jermaine proud as well well you're, i'll you're throw gonna... it i'll have bro throw it to jermaine across the Perfect. locker room that would be a Perfect. fun video that'd be great yeah he's, he's wearing that red suit i assume he's going like they have a nice dinner plan or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's going out tonight. Who knows? But uh, I, I was using Man, this as that, that dude is at home watching The Office right now. This <laughs> Joe Just is his a red suit for he, Maybe they went out to dinner, man. I don't know. Who knows? James he's an, order in, he, he's an order in guy. He's an order. Anyways, let's talk about this defense that just put the clamps on Travis Kelsey. Yeah, really impressive first half and, and didn't necessarily see a ton of Trey Flowers. I, I recall one early Trey Flowers snap for sure, but I, I, I don't know what it is about this defense, Lou Anarimo going against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but man, do they have their number in key moments. It's, it's just another example where, yeah, Mahomes got his. You know, he he beat the blitz a couple times, found NVS, Mar- um, Marcus Valdez-Scantling deep a couple times. Uh but w- when the game was on the line, it was Joseph Osai. And, and one thing that was obvious to me, and I, I don't know everything that Lou Anarumo did to try to slow down this offense, but we saw some of the drop eight stuff. In some cases, it worked. In some cases, it didn't work. I think it worked more than it didn't work. I think we saw that come back and still be effective because of the way they got to it, especially in the fourth quarter. In, in one instance, they get to it from showing a lot of pressure and they drop it all out into, into a drop eight. And I think... Mahomes eventually gets chased into a throwaway by Trey Hendrickson on that play. But in general, one of the things that was really impressive to me, and it kind of goes back to our crossover conversation with Chris, was the Bengals defensive line did a great job of containing Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't able to play that backyard brand of football where he's able to make magic and run around until somebody gets open. Uh, and he did it on one play that didn't count because of the ineligible downfields. Maybe he did it another time that I'm not remembering. But in general, I thought that the Bengals defensive front did a great job of keeping Mahomes within the structure of the offense for the most part. And, and you didn't see them creating these crazy off script plays. And they, they dedicated a lot of resources for sure to defending the pass, which meant they gave it up in the run a little bit. They gave it up in the screen screen game a little bit. But I, I think that they still have answers protect Patrick Mahomes and, and Andy Reid and this offense when they need them. It wasn't perfect, yeah. but they got the plays when they needed them. And, and that was huge. There were multiple times where they either didn't get pressure initially and the pressure finally got there and forced Mahomes to, to awkwardly throw the ball away. I, I'm thinking about Hendrickson hitting him on the sideline. Hubbard got there a couple of times. Hubbard had a great just, rep on that sack too. It, it, and the sack, of course. Mm-hmm. But like it just – there were multiple times where there was nowhere to go with the ball, even without Shido. And coming into today, I wasn't sure that they would be able to do that because we saw that last year some. They were able to do it. And it was like, ah, oh, he's holding it, holding it, holding it, rolls out one way, no room, comes back the other but you're right. For the most part, they kept him in the pocket and and were able to 
not allow him when he did roll out to be in like playmaker mode. It was like survive mode is how I would describe it because he was just trying to find the lane to get into playmaker mode. And most of the time that didn't happen. And I think that also went hand in hand with limiting Kelsey because a lot of those times are off script and he sees Kelsey finds a little window and boom, a potential sack turns into a 30 yard game the other way. The Bengals didn't allow that to happen. And uh, the, the thing is the chiefs, they ran the ball pretty well for them and it, it really didn't matter. This Bengals defense was able to come up with uh, a few more stops. And, and obviously the turnover is just huge. I, I thought at some point the dam would break and it should have broke more. Mm -hmm. Cam Taylor Britt drops that interception would have been a game changer. It was 14, three, you, you get that interception going the other way. Whew, and instead it, it was 14 to 10 and, and we know what happened there. So uh, this Bengals defense did flash some, they also had some mistakes, but that's, that's okay because in, in Every player, every coach will tell you this. It's much easier to fix mistakes and correct them after a win. And I don't even know that they were like huge mistakes. Maybe in the run game, there were some, right, where, where they probably gave up more than they wanted to in the run game, even though they were dedicating extra resources in the past. But in the past game, which is what you're worried about when you play this team, they, they were pretty good. I thought there weren't like assignment issues. There's probably a couple plays where, you know, I remember one Mike Hilton play on a screen where he shoots it. He he sees it coming. He gets downhill, but he misses a tackle in the backfield. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt had that opportunity to get Juju Smith-Schuster down short of the line to game. Doesn't quite get that done. Uh, so, so, you know, there's little things like that. But the two deep balls uh, to Valdez Scantling, those are just some pressures. They're just some blitzes. The pressure doesn't quite get home. And, and you know, Patrick Mahomes, if, if you don't get to him, on those pressures and the Bengals did last year a couple of times and they did choose to dial it up. He's generally just too good. And, and they're so hard to defend in general, but man, if you hold Patrick Mahomes at 223 yards, what, what, you take what it. more can you, you ask? You, you absolutely take it every time. And, and you held him to 24 points. I mean, mm -hmm. you say sign up and, and let's see how they're getting 10 points in the first half, two touchdowns to start the second half. And then you adjust. And, and you're able to to stifle them from there. You would take it every single time. And now there was, you know, the missed field goal. So there were other points that, that could have the been 55-yard field goal, though, that came after a sack to force the field goal attempt. And Andy Reid probably still should have gone for it. But, you know, the defense steps up and makes a play there. It was. It's tough. It's tough because I might I might have, might have kicked that field goal too. But it's, it's tough because fourth and five is much different than what? Fourth and two or fourth and three? Which, which it yeah. would have been before the it, sack. It's because of the sack. I think it was ESPN's game log has it at fourth and seven from the, th yeah, fourth and seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was fourth and three and then fourth and seven or third, third and third three and three. fourth and yeah. seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So big difference. Fourth and seven. I get it. They, they have a good, fun. they have a good kicker, you know, Butker's a good kicker. So I, I mean, I, I would have kicked it with McPherson and mm -hmm. uh, instead that you miss it and boom, there, uh, there you go. I mean, it's, it's a heck of a win, Jake. They're eight and four. If if I would have told you on Monday Night Football after that game when I, I'm I'm joining you at First Energy Stadium and it's super late, and I'm like, what the heck did we just watch? I mean, we yeah. were just that they are going to win the next four, including beat the Chiefs. That uh, they would win their next three without Jamar Chase, and that now suddenly we'd be talking about not just AFC North titles, but eh, where's their their seeding going to be? Are they going to mm -hmm. be the one seed? Like there's hope alive for the one seed, which is 
uh, sort of wild. By the way, I do want to update it. The Brian Callahan pregame fist bump. Oh, it happened. Just, just letting everyone know. It's, six uh, and one. It happened. It is so the Bengals have won six of their last seven. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. So, yeah. so it started with the Saints. In, yeah, in it started with the Saints. Correct. Week six. So it started with the Saints, and six and one since. There you go. And uh, a, a little birdie told me that uh, fans have started asking Brian Callahan about the the pregame fist bump, which That's is even funny. better. I love That's it. really funny. He's um, he's on a heater too, man. And and I I know his job is a little bit easier right now when you have a quarterback playing the way that Joe Burrow is. And I cannot emphasize enough how well Joe Burrow is playing right now. Really, since you started this this fist bump tradition, going back uh, seven weeks now. He, outside of that Cleveland game, he's playing next level since then. But hey, if it works, it works, man. Yeah. If it works, it works. It's it's clearly working, and uh, well, I'll be at the game next week, so we'll see if uh, you know the fist bump can redeem itself against the Browns. And plenty more to talk about in this one as we move through the week. The Bengals are they the best team in the AFC? Well, they're certainly in that conversation after a pretty impressive and though dramatic, I think clear victory over the Chiefs. It wasn't necessarily as you know if you really want to be cynical as as lucky as some would argue some of the wins were last year i'm not saying they were but some certainly would this was a game in which the bengals again show that they're a better team this year than they were last year and like you said james one seed certainly in play they control their own destiny in that regard in some ways maybe they're, they're still a game behind the chiefs so not entirely but they do get a chance to get the tiebreaker over the bills in their favor as well with Miami losing and the bills back on top of that division. So a lot to talk about as we move through this week and start to prepare for the Cleveland Browns coming to Paul Brown state Paycor stadium next time. So until the next episode of locked on Bengals, we appreciate everybody who listened, who enjoyed this game and this episode of the podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Who day and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.